The following Outlaw Radio audio presentation is parody. Please be a grown-up and accept the following program as it is intended. Some elements of Outlaw Radio may not be suitable for uh, anyone. There may be occasional content that offends you or that you find irrelevant. If that is the case, we are doing our job. Accordingly, listener discretion is advised. Outlaw Radio is not for everybody. Neither is kimchi. Doohickey, you know, the doohickey that rolls. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! I'm through with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. Yeah, the great Billy Gibbons here. Yeah. Yeah. That didn't sound too bad. Huh? Yeah, the lighting them up loud. <laughs> oh man. We're here with Matt. Oh yeah. Yeah, the lighting up. We got all these guys and girls in the house. Let me tell you, that's where it's at. <laughs> and that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. <laughs> Welcome, my friends. Welcome, my friendlies, to the big dog of broad chasing. I meant to say casting. Magic Match Outlaw Radio on YouTube, on Rumble.com, on fine radio stations, and Twitter. But most of all, fine radio stations throughout the country. And um, here's a man in the uh, Bering Sea hunting for, uh, well, at one time he was hunting for crab, but now I guess they catch uh, packages, actual packages of Surimi that are floating in the the ocean. John Albee, how are you, buddy? I'm good, thanks. Uh, okay. John, this is the first yeah, time... don't do <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he's already... So I've already pissed him off, our expert. Uh, John, John Albee, are you emotional about this uh, Titan sub? Um, you know, James Cameron says uh, it's eerily similar to the Titanic disaster. Do you see it that way? No. I just see it as uh, incompetence for money. Okay. Uh, I uh, it, let, let me give you some background on John Albert. He is uh, he is the man. He is the Scotty. If you're a Star Trek fan, you know Scotty's position on uh, the Star Trek Enterprise. Chief engineer. Yeah. And By the way, he's out there right now as we yeah, speak. Yes, he's on the ocean uh, trying to find packages of Surimi floating in, in, the, in the water. Hey, John, it's Marty. Hi, man. That's my brother, Marty. You know him. Hey, Marty. How you doing? I'm good, man. I hope you're uh, well. And uh, I'm with you. Uh, it's very, it's greedy. It's uh, an a-hole, I think, the C- hey, Mart? CEO, all that. Mark, we have him on the phone oh. because he's our expert. Yeah. He's, a, he's, a man who, uh. he's a man who's been scuba diving 
since, the he, Titanic. since he was a kid. Oh. <laughs> he's a man that's been on a fishing boat as chief engineer, which, you know, let it be known that he's really the guy. Yeah. So if the captain dies, he can take over the entire ship. I mean, that, and and by the way, don't think that John Albee hasn't had dreams of this. No, no, no. He's, he's a big fan of his captain. But uh, as you're out there on the sea. Bering Sea. Yes. And, Nasty. And you, you know about what came down with this Titan sub and this implosion. Were you on the positive tip on this from the very beginning uh, of this story? Were you following this, John Albee? Yes, we have pretty good internet connection now, so <clears throat> I was able to follow the whole thing. But uh, I knew on Sunday that it was gone. I knew an hour and a half after they talked to it that it was gone. It was obvious it was an implosion, and the Navy even verified it. Right, and the Navy, as I understand it, didn't let that cat out of the bag until a few days later uh, because they did not want to dash hopes of finding survivors. Do you think that's sort of ignorant? No, you know, I just think that, you know, they weren't exactly sure. Sure, they heard the explosion, but they didn't, you know, they couldn't really say at the time until they found the debris. Right. So you got to give them that. Yeah, but uh, gun gun to their heads, they're going to say, yeah, that uh, that Titan sub is gone. I mean, it's... it's. Oh, they knew. Yeah. yeah. The Upti Mucks, they knew all. They knew right away that it was done. I think even the uh, owners of the company knew that, you know, after they lost contact, it was hopeless after that it's probably a bad time to bring up <laughs> but uh i heard and i haven't been able to find this since i heard this a couple days ago by the way i'm not laughing i'm coughing i've i've got the covid i get covid three four times a day so you know i just want to make that clear um and uh, this is my fourth bout with it over the last uh, three hours and here I am standing talking to John Alby, uh, the uh, the man behind the boat in the Bering Sea, as they're searching for Sarimi. And for the, and by the way, really good connection, man. I mean, who would know that you're floating on on t- t- billions and billions of tons of water right now? Is it a nice day? Yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah, it is nice, but we we had a bit of trouble. What what happened, John? We lost our whole net. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, man. We're out west, and it's very, really treacherous bottom. So uh, we hung up, and which is normal out in that area. We're fishing for Pacific Ocean perch and mackerel. And you hang up three or four times a day, but we hung up, and we were hung up for 20 hours. <sighs> that's, a, that's a waste of time. Have to, did we, you have uh, to cut the line eventually? Yeah, what happened? Yeah, well, we... We, we just kept kind of going around and seeing if we could pull it back. But I think one of the trawl doors got into a crevice. And finally, we broke it off on the port side. Oh, yeah. And then we broke the net away from the starboard side. So we only got one door back. That's that's and it. now we're out of business. Since, oh, John. So what does I'm, that mean? You're going back? Yeah, are you coming, coming back to the uh, mainland? You no, know, what we did was we have one of our other boats, and they were in Dutch offloading, and they're getting a couple more trawl doors for us, and uh, we're going to meet them tonight in one of the bays and uh, transfer them. They're about, they're about 12 feet high, about yeah. 5 feet wide, and they, they they fly in the water and they hold the net open. Right. So you drag them. You're dragging them. Yeah, well, I, yeah. John, I, I know how painful yeah. it can be when a trawl door gets gets stuck in a trevi- uh, crevice. I Believe me, yeah. I know. I think we've all, have we not all yeah. been there? Oh, gosh. Right? And it's and it's a painful thing. Really? 
John, back back to the Titan uh, sub. Um, what I was going to mention, and what I probably shouldn't mention, but I'm going to mention this anyway, is a few days ago, I heard rumor that the the man behind this, the multi gazillionaire uh, behind this company, um, he he hates uh, uh, middle aged fifty year old white guys. And he elected to go with a bunch of youngins in their 20s. He thought that was the way to go to put it this entire uh, Titan sub, uh, um, what would you call it, a tour of the Titanic thing together. And using, use it when you heard it was a Nintendo joystick, how did that sit with you, John? <laughs> well, you know, they had the, uh, uh, the documentary where they were going to go, I think it was Expedition Unknown, and they had the guy go in there and look at it, and he said, no, we're not going. So Yeah, yeah, uh, I, I saw that. I think the main thing to remember here, the main thing to remember here, they're out of Everett, Washington. Oh, no, 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 no. I didn't know. Hello. I didn't know that. Okay, let me break this down. Yeah. Let me break this down it's for you. It's all making sense. Now. No, let me break this down for you beautiful uh, <laughs> folks uh, watching us on uh, Rumble and YouTube and listening to us on great radio stations across the country. Everett, Washington is the little town, twenty about 22 miles north of Seattle, uh, where John and I sort of grew up, and my brother Mart was was there. So I would he say. never, yeah, well, he never grew up though. But never we, will. yeah, we we grew up uh, together there. And uh, and when he says, all you need to know is Everett Washington. <laughs> could you, John? Could you sort of explain yourself? Well, you know, do you know where the uh, uh, the Navy base is? Right? They, they yes. Put in that Navy base there for the aircraft carrier. Explain. Yep. Explain to uh, to yeah. the the folks who don't know. Explain where that is. Yeah. Well, anyway, they they have redone that whole area. When we were kids, that waterfront was just you know there wasn't much there. Right. You know, Taylor's land about that, but now it's a, it's huge. And of course, they have the uh, <clears throat> big Navy base there. So. Right? There's a lot of uh, marine stuff around there. So if you look on the map and you see the base, you'll see them. They're just maybe four or five blocks away from there, from the end of the base. Right. Northwise. Right. Yeah. Well, so, that's where they're hitting. They also have, uh, I think they have their corporate offices down in Seattle, but wow. where all this work is done is right up there. Wow, man. Have you been, have you, John Albee, um, uh, chief engineer on a fishing boat, live from the Bering Sea right this second, uh, have you been aware of this company with a Titan sub, or is this the first time that it sort of smacked you upside the head with this disaster? No, I I had never heard of it. I knew there was some submarine tourism, and they have other things around the world, but yeah. not at that depth. Well, John, not only that, but they have certified subs. Yeah, right. right. And, the, and this, as I understand it, this sub was never certified. Never. No, no, it was homemade. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, homemade. Yeah, when it, John, John, when this first came down, the first thought, first of all, uh, my brother thought of you, and then I, I thought of, I thought of what would come out of your mouth, and. I don't know if you really want to say it or if you want to couch it. I can always bleep it, but I there were there was a certain and it's not naughty, really naughty profanity. But what were you thinking? I mean, can you verbalize exactly what you were thinking when this mishap that killed five people happened? Well, I think what I thought of first when the uh, I came down in the morning and the uh, my first engineer he was telling me about it. And I thought, I was not surprised. 
because I've heard about these, you know, submarine expeditions before, and that's a dangerous business. So I thought, mm. dumbasses. <laughs> yeah, that's that's, exa- that's exactly what I thought you would say. I because John, believe me, John John does not take chances when it comes to no. being safety in or on yeah. the ocean. Uh, every safety precaution, and and by, by the way, he's not. You know, John. I think uh, if you know this show at all, and you know that John and I have been best friends since we were uh, little kids in the aforementioned Everett, Washington. Uh, claim to fame, well, not one to boast, me, but also Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, who attended uh, Everett High. And also the awkward man guy that was... And Patrick Duffy. Oh, Patrick, and pa- Patrick Duffy. Patrick, Patrick Duffy, yeah. Patrick went to our cascade. Speaking, yeah, speaking of, uh, right, the submarines and Aquaman, yeah. and uh, huh, it all comes together because it's Everett friggin' Washington. They have some weird <laughs> obsession with, the wa- with I don't know, with going down Well, we, Mart, we, you know, it's right there on the Puget Sound. <laughs> it's right there on the Puget Sound, and I just knew that John, knowing his craft, and he knows what he's doing, and he's been scuba diving for years, if someone offered you, you know, no, and you did a little research on this homemade, as you put it, to use your words, this homemade Titan sub, and someone offered you, say, $10 million to go down in that thing, would you have taken the money? No. No. <laughs> no. What well, good is it? Well, and, here's the thing, Matt. They did, and that's three, a lot. No, but that's a lot. That's a lot of money to turn down. And Dave, it's not about what good is it. I mean, you're planning on coming back up, man. Right. You know, they've they've okay. they have been through these tours that's, several times. That's my Listen, point. I'm tell no, you, my point I took right one now. look at that Hold submarine, on. and that thing looked like a thousand gallon propane tank with a fin on it. Okay, and I would have never, ever. Well, here, here's I just want to hit on this while Matt said yeah, this. Go. So yes, twenty expeditions before, mm-hmm. right? But they went up and down, up and down, pressurized, depressurized, pressurized, depressurized, and they never, ever maintained the t- titanium, whatever that was built out of. It's going to happen, and they all say it. All the experts are saying it. That is, it's bound to happen. Well, John John is an expert, so yeah. let me let me ask you, John Albee, out there on the Bering Sea, as, as we speak to you right this second, um, the use of a, a carbon fiber hull, isn't that unorthodox? Oh, I don't know anything about submarines. I'm on a ship. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so he's and trying, the hull's not carbon fiber. No. Yeah, yes. We don't go down in the water. But I, I got a buddy of mine in uh, Sierra Vista, and he was on submarines. So I'd like to get his take on it because he um, he had retired from. Uh, I met him down at the American Legion, but he was a uh, master chief on a submarine his whole career. So okay, he so would know all about. All those pressures. Yeah, well, we may we may talk to him as well, another expert, uh, a week from today. But uh, to your point, Dave, uh, yes, it was a carbon fiber hull. Yeah. Yes, it was one hundred percent carbon fiber instead of some, and and w- which it, not unlike an airplane, right? And all the time, an airplane goes up and down and up and down. It will create a fatigue. It potentially uh, creates a fatigue, and especially if it's it's some sort of fiber compound instead of uh, I don't know steel titanium, titanium right? Yeah. Right, John? Yeah, well, it's all. And then carbon fiber is not cheap to do either, but I'm not sure about the whole carbon fiber thing. I have not heard that. Yes, well, I'm telling you that. David uh, Lockridge, which a uh, former employee of OceanGate Expeditions, the uh, mm-hmm. folks behind the Titan sub, he had a real problem with that. 
And uh, this he, is the guy that that sued him, and he and he settled out of court, right? Yeah, they fired him. Yeah, they, they, right. They fired him in uh, 2018 yeah. because he thought that what they were doing was so experimental. Exactly. Yep. And they paid him off. Yep. Yeah. Yep. To to and, and by the way, zip it. And I want you to know if there's something, if I'm a whistleblower and uh, there's a lot of money involved, you can pay me off as well. Bet I just ass. want you to know. Bet your ass. Yeah. My bank account's wide open for you. Yeah. But I ain't going down an experimental sub. I'm not going down in any submarine. Nope. First of all, well, John, what do you control your ship with? Do you use a Nintendo controller for that? <laughs> yeah. Is that? Do? Yeah. That's a good question, Mark. Is that a Nintendo? <laughs> Yeah, it looks it looks about the same. It's just a joystick, basically. So what you're so what you're saying, without saying the words, is uh, is these were dip s's, s h i, and then you know the other uh, letters. That that's what it comes down to, right? Well, they you know they were trying to put themselves off as these great adventurers, you know, but I don't see any adventure in that. And, and we have. Videos and pictures. Yes. Of the I don't know why. Yeah, you, watch the movie. Watch the movie. Yeah. Watch a video. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, and I and you uh, notice and they have drones for that. They just send the ROVs down there, yep. and they can see whatever they want. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. Isn't that the easy way to go? I'll tell you what. Um, my yeah. this this sort of uh, dovetails into this tragic story where... And, and by the way, I really feel sorry for the kid, man. Ah, he didn't want to go. He he was sort of forced in there, and you can say, well, no one's forced at 19 years old, but he wanted to, as I understand it, he wanted to bond with his father, uh, who said, oh, no, it's safe, and let, let's have a good time. He bonded, all right. Yeah, he bonded. Boy, that's a, that's a bond Jeez. that will well, forever, for eternity. Jeez. But, you know, I, John, do you sort of share that sentiment? I, I feel sorry for the kid. Yeah. It's really sad. I mean, that the dad would put his son in that kind of position, you know. I mean, but, you know, and, you know, they have to sit in a waiver. I wonder how it's all going to work out. The right. waivers have been exposed. You know, it clearly it. said you're signing away. You realize that you're right. possibly going to die, yeah. and you're signing it away. It's done. Yeah. And paying $250,000 per person. So a submarine-type... Um, experience happened today. Mart, break it down in 30 seconds, and then I will tell you my story to John Alby, chief engineer, out there live from the Bering Sea right this second. Go. So, so my door in my pickup truck's been broke for a long time, so I have one door that works, my passenger door. Well, I got in my truck today. Windows are up. I shut the door behind me. I climb over the seat, get right. the driver's seat. Battery's dead. I go now. Now, what does that mean? That, that means, means that I have no power. Which so I, means and I have power the, windows. The windows won't. <laughs> and that's the only way out because my inside latches don't work either. John is aware of this because he rode my truck before. Right, right, right. So <laughs> yeah. I am, I, and all of a sudden the sun's beating down. It's getting a little hot. Right. I start panicking. I'm going, okay, okay. I had my phone with me, thank God, because I was right. going to leave my phone here. Okay, right, right, right. Okay, right. so my phone, I go, Matt, please have your phone in the studio <laughs> with you. Please don't be doing which, something where you can't by, hear it. By the way, Mark, you never know with me. I know. my ringer has been off forever, I, I, and I finally got the ringer yeah, working. And I started feeling like these people so, so that sub. So, so the damn thing is ringing. I come over here, and I pick up I pick up this phone. For those of you on YouTube and Rumble, this phone, and it says, Mark, Mar it's like, why, why the hell would he be calling me? He's in the house. He said, he said I'm, I'm trapped in the truck. Can you please come Can you let please me out? let me out? Okay. <laughs> My friends, listen to me 
carefully <laughs> about four days ago because of our our lovely friends in uh, Wausau, Wisconsin, who sent us sent us ten pounds of the most delectable bacon in the world. I have bacon coming out of my ears. I wanted to do some some ginormous BLT sandwiches for my brother and I four days ago. What do I need? I've got the lettuce, got the bread. I need tomatoes. So minding my own business, I decide to use the truck. I, I of course, unlock it. I get into the truck on the hottest day this week. <laughs> the same thing happens to me, but there is no one home. Oh, no. Oh, no. So now, and it's hot in there. <laughs> Hold on it's a, a black, second. It's a black truck. It's really hot. This is the first time in my life that I I didn't know what to do, so I had to calm myself down yeah. as I because it's it's so hot in there already. Oh yeah. This was this was the I'm not making this up the hottest day this week in Southern California. So I'm saying, "Okay, okay, what what, what the hell do I do? Um, you know, what can I use to break a window if I need to?" Did you have your phone with and you? I found then I realized okay so I called a buddy of mine who I know knows a neighbor I called him but the phone because of the heat is starting to go out because it overheats this phone overheats quickly I got this guy and I said would you do blah, 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 blah. now all of a sudden I he's calling me back I can't answer the phone because of the heat I finally get the thing to work for two seconds oh, I said I'm in here I said is he said uh, none of the neighbors are there I did get in touch with one neighbor there at the store should be there this was by the way 45 minutes into this oh, when I no. finally realized and i'm thinking to myself is this the way i'm gonna die <laughs> i mean is it and by the way if it is i mean it sucks but damn what a great news story oh. i mean this is one of those stories of the odds so story, stories of the weird yeah but mark i'm Here's in there worse. i was uh, in for three minutes i'm in there for almost an hour and no. not one person walks their dog and we see dog walkers every day but not one person not a sign of life Finally, someone, uh, they arrived home you across the street. No, there yeah, is no, the heart is work. The hook, right. I'm hitting the window, tapping the window. And no, and nothing because it's, because you can't hear inside there. <laughs> Our neighbors must think we're completely and, nuts. And I, and I also thought about the submarine. I oh, thought, yeah. this is. How they feel. This is similar <laughs> because they grommet you into that damn thing. Yeah. I'm not going in anywhere, but that's, this is exactly the same thing. Feeling. Finally, the neighbor shows up, lovely woman named Karen, and how and how embarrassing! Not probably to the normal person. I'm not embarrassed by this woman saving my life. She walks over and sort of that look in her eye, like, "Yep, dumb men, the guys are stupid." Hey Matt, you right. could have called me. I would have been here. In well, how about Mark and I, I didn't. Th my, as my phone is running out, I didn't. I did. You know. Well, I, I am panicking a little. Then I get over the panic and say, okay, I have to handle the situation. She came over. She uh, she unlocked the door. She said, oh, don't you have one of these things? And she showed me, you know, one of the, the beeper things on the yeah, car. No. I said, no, this that is... That wouldn't old, work anyway. The battery's dead. I said, this is an old truck, and it just doesn't, it just doesn't work that way. She rescued me. I said, you are my knight in shining armor. Thank you.
No way. Yeah, hey, say and, goodbye to John. Yeah, and hey, John, thank you for your expertise on this uh, this Titan sub matter, and not uh, not really couching your opinion. You do think it was run by a bunch of dumb s's, correct? I think. I believe that. <laughs> okay, that's John Alvey. He's safe out there, buddy. On Be the safe, Bering John. Sea. Um, my brother and I almost lost our lives this week. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a Toyota Tundra. In a Toyota Tundra, which felt like a damn submarine. We'll be this after back on Outlaw.